Hi friends, welcome to the Psyche Mental Wellbeing Podcast with me, your host, Hannah. On the show, I'm joined each episode by an amazing guest to have an honest conversation, share our real life experiences and tackle stigma and misconceptions around mental health along the way. We believe that everyone would benefit from focusing a little more on their mental well-being, and we're here to support you to do just that. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, friends, and welcome back. Happy Monday. And this is a slightly different style um, of podcast, and I will explain that in just a second, but before we dive in, I want to say a massive thank you to Avis who joined us last week. I really enjoyed talking about radical self-care with her and everything that came up. So I hope you enjoyed that episode as well. So yeah, today is a little bit different. It is a solo episode and also it is going to be a bit of a raw, unedited episode. So usually when I record, even my little intros and outros, I do a listen through edit and just tidy up a little bit. Um, and I'm not going to do that today. So hopefully things won't go too wrong and uh, will be too stop-start. And partly the reason is, I don't know, just to have a bit of a, a flow and a chat with you. Um, and also I'm just quite conscious of time this weekend um, because it's a very full weekend of connection and seeing friends and meeting people face to face, which I'll, I'll talk about in a bit. So because of that, I still want you to have great quality content. So it might not be as polished, but hopefully there will be some good stuff in this episode for you to take away. So I have a couple of things on my mind that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about well-being, um, doing a bit of a well-being reset the five ways to well-being, which is a really lovely way of thinking about well-being and some of the things that can be really beneficial for us. And then a bit of a reminder for myself as much as anyone else um, about it being okay to be vulnerable and to ask for help. So yeah, that is the plan. And this is kind of coming from, as, as maybe a lot of the podcast is, from things that I'm thinking about at the moment, things that I need maybe to hear. And uh, yeah, I guess just thinking maybe you need to hear it as well or want to hear it or would find it beneficial. So that's kind of the rationale. And I noticed this week, um, I think I've sort of said in the last couple of weeks about having been in a bit of a funk, being a bit stressed, um, maybe not making the most nurturing food choices because sometimes when you're pressed for time and, and money and energy, you know, you reach, or I reach certainly for quick, easy, um, often highly processed, not very nutritional stuff. And I have been eating a lot of toast and butter recently, I will tell you. And um, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know, it just feels like, so that's annoying. I was on a whole spiel and really getting into everything. And then I realised that it wasn't recording. So I've had to kind of come back and try and figure out where it was. So uh, toast, butter. Yeah, I, I sort of realised that I just wasn't feeling great. I was tired, I felt drained, my skin wasn't great. I just haven't really been looking after myself and, and making the most nurturing choices and just being super busy and lots of stress and not taking that time for myself. And I realised that I really was in need of a, a sort of well-being reset. And so that's kind of one of the things that I thought that we would do 
today is is kind of think through how you do that and the the sort of steps and um so that you can have a go as well if you'd like so if you have and I can't remember how much of this I said or not, so sorry if <laughs> it's repetitive. I don't think this bit is. Um, if you have a pen and paper, then uh, feel free to think about some of these things as we go. Pause if you'd like. You kind of use this interactively or come back to it and, and sort of journal later. But I think the first thing really is getting clear for yourself what well-being means to you. So for me, when I think about well-being, I think about being resilient so able to deal with life's pressures and sometimes more or less able to do that. It's about being able to really feel joy and feel engaged with things in my life. It's about being okay. And uh, obviously things fluctuate, but that's kind of my definition. And I think we can break well-being down into lots of different categories. There are probably loads, uh, but some to think about are physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, financial, um, and those are dimensions to maybe think about as well. So a couple of things. First, what does well-being mean to you? So have a go at coming up with your own definition of what is well-being for you. How would you know that you are feeling well, you have got a high level of well-being, that you are doing okay? What would that feel like? What would it look like in your life? Is there a colour or a sound or a, a metaphor or something of what that would be like? And I think getting really clear for ourselves, because obviously this is my definition, everyone that comes on gives us their definition of mental well-being, and I think that is so interesting to hear. But what's really important is for yourself to know what is well-being for me? Like what is the thing that I'm measuring my well-being against? And so how do I know? It kind of almost feels a bit like businessy, like what's the success criteria? But if we don't know what this thing is that we are trying to feel or achieve or be working towards because it's not a fixed point, it's a kind of ongoing practice. But if we don't know what that thing looks and feels like, how will we know um, that we're there? How will we be able to kind of feel or get a sense of being off track that, that there are things that maybe we should be doing um, or want to be doing to sort of nurture ourselves so what does it mean to you and how will you what will it be like to uh, to be well um, and then those sort of dimensions whichever ones sort of resonate for you so physical mental emotional spiritual social financial and sometimes I, I quite like this sort of uh, if you've seen these the sort of wheel of life so a big circle in little um split up into sections like a pie um but all equal um not very well explained sorry <laughs> and um you know you can do this for like you know looking at all areas of your life to sort of check in with how you're doing in that area but you could do one for well-being a well-being wheel if you will and um and sort of assessing for yourself how am I feeling in terms of my physical well-being how am I doing my financial well-being am I feeling like super stressed because of my finances and oh work's been tight because of the pandemic and I and you know I need, I need to look at that and it's stressing me out and how are you feeling in that area or are you like I'm super on top of that I am feeling awesome this is not a source of stress at all are you feeling and this is something I think I definitely feel physically when I'm sort of a bit out of sync 
am I just not really feeling comfortable in my skin, not really feeling like myself? And then maybe often it's I am it's the big three. I'm not sleeping enough, I'm not drinking enough water, um, and I'm eating too much sort of sugary stuff because when you're tired and drained and you're not feeling resilient, it's super easy for me anyway to to grab the comforting high fat, high sugar stuff for that energy and it is a pattern I fall into, I know it, and um, I still do it at times. And so it's about, I guess, it remembering that it is a practice. It's not something that you sort of, you get into a place, you're like, yes, I'm doing this, life is awesome, I'm done. It's an ongoing thing. And there will be times when we slip a little bit because life happens. Uh, but I think it's about sort of checking in with ourselves and seeing where we're at and being able to sort of adjust course a little bit and there's something that's been said on the podcast before I'm going to sort of reiterate it if you are sailing if anyone sails or you're in a boat and you you've got your bearing set which is the direction you're going and if you adjust it just one degree which it feels like nothing one degree adjustment actually over time you end up somewhere really different from your original course so those kind of really minor adjustments can make a massive change over time they kind of the cumulative they sort of add up uh, to massive transformations so yeah how can you adjust your course by like one percent uh, this week and you know what would that look like and for me um yeah it's the bread <laughs> and the butter it's definitely uh, food um, and recognizing that pattern and and just sort of adjusting for that and I mean, there are other things as well and the things that we're getting to, but that I think is my big red flag for, oh, I need to pause. I need to, for myself, and this need is coming from me, not like external pressure or need. I am feeling, ugh, I am feeling not, not myself. And I want to kind of come back to feeling myself in a sort of more positive space. So this is what I feel I need to, or what I want to do or no works for me this is what I'm choosing to do to reset so that's something to to think about now or to take away what do you need or want or choose to do how do you want to sort of reset to kind of get back into more balance for yourself so that's the first one a bit of a well-being reset um, and then the next thing I wanted to sort of go over, and I've I've definitely talked about these at times before, and I've mentioned them on other shows that I've been on, and I know you may have seen them if you ever hang out on the NHS website. These are not mine, they're on there, but I really love them for being quite simple. Um, I say simple, sometimes simple things can be hard to do. Um, and sorry if there's background noise, because there are children playing in the street outside now, so um, yay, they're having a great time. Um, but you may be able to hear them, so... Um, so yeah, there are five, again, another five sort of things that can can boost our well-being. So they're the five ways to well-being. You can kind of Google that, look on the NHS site to find them. And I'm going to run through them really quickly. And what I just want to sort of say is that these are well-being strategies. And well-being, to me, particularly in the mental health space, uh, is often very much about that preventative stuff like what are the things that we can do to kind of keep keep on doing okay to maintain that sort of level and that stability they're not things that and, and you'll see when we kind of go into them they're not things like if you are in a crisis 
with your mental health they're not the the kind of things you pick up then and they're going to fix things or kind of really change how you're feeling that's a, a sort of different thing uh, and if you are feeling that I would definitely recommend something like calling Samaritans I am a bit biased uh, and their number is one one six one two three it's a really, it's really simple but I've got that wrong before um and uh, I hope it's right now yeah that is the number I just I did have to pause and just check because I don't want to give the false information so yeah one one six one two three if you are, are, are feeling um together yeah, that you are at a point of really really struggling and crisis so as I said these are sort of a step before that about well-being and kind of preventative stuff and the idea is that they are things that um from research from I feel like some of them are very positive psychology sort of based but I think also very much anecdotally are things that really can help with well-being and um yeah we're going to go through them super quickly and I guess my um my thing my um suggestion if you if you will is to to think about each of these to think about how much of this of each one you do um if it is something that is part of your life it's if it's something that you have space for or want to find space for in your life that you feel be beneficial and as with everything I kind of go with the have a go for yourself and sort of experiment a little bit and see you know what works for you so uh, these are probably not in the order the NHS has in there the order that they came to my mind um so yeah the first one is learn and I I love to learn so maybe that's why that one is first but there is something so beneficial about learning things that are new keeping our mind active about being in that sort of beginner mind which is a very sort of Buddhist thing about just being open to new opportunities and it can be challenging and that is also a really great like growth experience but um yeah it can be really engaging so it doesn't have to be formal learning that tends to be I think a lot of what I do it could be uh, an instrument or a language or uh, trying a new recipe or trying to make a new thing uh, picking up a sport it could be any kind of, of learning but trying something new essentially so when was the last time you tried something new is there something that you've really wanted to have a go at and you haven't had time or we've been in lockdown and, and all of those things that actually you'd like to try and uh, thinking what that is and, and that big question uh, was really powerful when a coach asked me this so I'm going to ask it to you if there is something you're like oh I really want to do that but why not <laughs> it's such a yeah a powerful question I think so learning uh, the next one is about being present. So whether that is mindfulness, uh, meditation, or whether it is anything really, I think that keeps you sort of in the moment, uh, in your body rather than in your mind. So it could be that, you know, you practice med meditation, that you do something more formal. It could be that you go out for a walk and you just really are paying attention to what you can see, what you can hear, what you can smell, all of those things. Um, but it's about being present and I definitely am someone that spends a lot of time in my head in the past in the future you know I, this week I've been decorating a completely fictional future hypothetical house in my head um so, <laughs> which is um it's fun but uh yeah not particularly useful in many ways as it's all fiction uh, I guess it, it serves a purpose but I'm <laughs> when I'm doing that 
I'm not in the moment and it can be really beneficial to stay in the moment and that's maybe not the best example of where it it can be difficult but when you are caught up in worry and, and I do this a fair amount of worrying what people will think and of people's judgments and that kind of thing or I'm I do this a lot as well I'm worrying about something I've said or something I've done or not done and oh what will people think and I can get very much stuck in those places so it's about trying to sort of let go of those and staying in the present moment in whatever way helps you to do that and you could think about the idea of flow where you're sort of really engaged in something you're doing I find it sometimes podcasting chatting to you sometimes painting um actually learning often as well but finding that thing or things that you can really be in flow in and um be present with the third one is about in some way helping others or or giving with a of your time financially it could be picking up the phone and and checking in with someone and seeing how they're doing or offering to walk a neighbor's dog or whatever it is it's something about being there being of service really which um yeah can be really fulfilling I guess in a way and feel um can really help with one of the other points actually um which I'm going to throw in out of connection so I think when we are helping others we 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 feel good it's almost it's kind of selfish in a way because we get that positive feeling um but we're helping others and it can help with that connection particularly if it's a friend or family member that you're reaching out to and you are being there for them but yeah connection we are social creatures uh, so friends family support having people around you and sort of making time for those important people in your life and if you don't feel particularly connected maybe trying to sort of think about maybe things that you love passions and other ways that you can meet people through those um because loneliness i think has probably increased with the lockdown and sort of social isolation and stuff but yeah connection and i say this as someone with social anxiety a lot of the time and an introvert but yeah that connection is really vitally important and so that's kind of why this is a a raw unedited version because today i have been connecting with um one of my closest friends and tomorrow I am meeting a friend who is currently like an online friend we met last year um during lockdown so we've never met in person and tomorrow uh, or yesterday when this comes out we were meeting up in person so super excited and yeah so trying to sort of really be able to enjoy those without stressing about other things and so sorry um yeah uh, not doing an edit through so you're getting a show I'm not gonna not release a show but maybe it's not gonna be as polished but do you know what that's okay because done is better than perfect and um yeah <laughs> it will be done and probably it's never perfect anyway so um connection super important um even if you are a socially anxious introvert like me at times uh, and then the last one is about being active and this is something I've talked about before on the podcast when I um, really realised the extent of my depression and I was like, right, I'm going to do something about this. I um, I googled what's good for depression and one of the big things that kept coming up was exercise and I thought, well, it's so boring, everyone says it. I thought I'd give it a go and guess what? <laughs> it, it helps. Not in a, I'm in crisis or I'll go, I'll go for a run and it'll fix things. It's not like that, but it's 
preventative, like I said, that actually when we are moving our body, keeping active, it, it is, I grudgingly admit, um, well, not so much anymore, but at <laughs> the time, it is good for our well-being. Um, and I think actually part of my funk is that I have been super busy for um, for other reasons, I guess, look, particularly the, the sort of financial and also trying to sort of seek out uh, experience and learning and connections that actually things like the uh, being active uh, kind of fell by the wayside a little bit. So part of my reset is sort of shifting some of that and uh, yeah, making that effort to try and have a little bit of all of these in my week. So that's the five. Learn, be present, be of service, kind of give in some way, connection and be active. And really it's up to you kind of how you play with these, what you take away. This the show the whole show is very much always take what works for you, what resonates with you and kind of leave the rest. Um but I would encourage you to sort of try and think about those five and are you doing a little bit um, with each of those each week or each month um, and, and yeah, test it out and see how it, uh, how it impacts on your well-being. And uh, <laughs> the last thing I want to share, kind of, I guess a bit of an anecdote, um, really. So I, I think I've mentioned this before and well, well, let me <laughs> I was about to say I thought I was gonna say I think I've mentioned before that I'm doing counseling training and so I have to be in personal therapy which kind of minimizes the impact of therapy and actually yes that is the reason predominantly that I went into therapy but also I am finding it really beneficial so anyway I am in personal therapy let's say that instead rather than try and minimize and justify any of that stuff which is my own stuff um I am in personal therapy and uh, in my therapy session with my therapist this week, uh, yesterday, it was really funny because we were talking, or I was talking about lots of things, but sort of talking about support and asking for help and not feeling like you have to have everything all together and, um, you know, be strong and deal with everything. And my, my therapist said something to me, which I have honestly said possibly on the show before and definitely said to other people and um when I saw my friend today I told her this anecdote and she said you've you've said it to me before <laughs> so my therapist said to me you know we always want to be there for our friends and when we don't ask them for help ever we're kind of depriving them of that good feeling of being there for us <laughs> and I was just like I've I have literally and that's not hyperbole I've literally said that to people and possibly on the show and it's such a um a stark reminder really of I think this difference between knowing something rationally on like the one hand, like I know that, I know there is not weakness to ask for help, that there is real courage in being vulnerable and saying, Look, I'm struggling and I need support. I know that. <laughs> and I know I have awesome friends who would be there for me. At the same time, it can be really difficult to do because of lots of reasons of feeling like um, for a long time that I had to cope by myself and that being my kind of default of maybe having times where I have been open to people and and it's not worked where that trust um, or that faith in someone hasn't been fulfilled or met or whatever um, and so then there can be a fear even with people I love so dearly that 
maybe they won't support or or just that it's uncomfortable to talk about and it's easier to just kind of just keep on trying to keep on so um yeah it did did make me chuckle a bit because I was like I honestly know (laughs) know this I have said about it but oh why is it so hard to do um and so I just wanted to share it with you share a reminder that it is really hard sometimes to be open to say I'm struggling right now I need help I am not doing great in this area of my well-being I, I need some support it is okay to do that and at the same time it is really hard to do it and I guess to have some grace with yourself if you find it really difficult to reach out um, and so it's that, yeah, that kind of like, it's okay and actually can be really beneficial to do so. But also if you're finding that you can't, to be kind to yourself. And when I saw my friend today, I sort of, I shared that. I got a bit emotional, not like full crying, but like definitely, you know, she did pass me a tissue, like eyes prickling. Just because sharing it and talking about something really emotional. And, and even that, you know, you kind of feel really connected or you kind of feel really seen and I think that is such an important feeling whether it's in therapy whether it is with friends and family to feel like I've been open I've shared really a a piece of my heart a part of my soul and it has been seen it has been heard it has not been minimized in any way they haven't tried to fix it they've just listened and I think unfortunately that's really rare (laughs) for that to happen so I feel really blessed uh, to have the support I have in my life, from my therapist, from my friends, to have had that moment, to have had that reminder that, uh, yeah, I, and as much as sometimes I would say on the podcast about, oh, things are tough and I'm struggling, actually reaching out for practical help when I am feeling very emotional is really difficult. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good reminder and that it doesn't always have to end in a, a a kind of painful way or feeling that you haven't been supported so I just wanted to share that um and kind of take from it whatever you will but um I guess within the sort of the connection and giving elements of the, the five ways to well-being is that side of being that friend and being there for someone and supporting and so it's remembering that it's also okay for us to, to reach out and I really hope that you have people in your life that if you do reach out to them they will kind of like envelope you in that love and support in whatever way feels comfortable for you because like a literal enveloping can feel quite overwhelming but um yeah they are my thoughts today so that well-being reset five ways to well-being and then it is okay to um to ask for help so I hope that has been interesting or useful in some way it feels a little bit sometimes when I do these solos and just chat that it's a bit rambling but hopefully you have taken something from it I really hope the uh, the audio and the quality is okay from the no editing uh, but next week we will be back as usual with an interview um I have a little bit more time next week although it's still a busy week uh, so <laughs> that will be back uh, next week And um, as I think I mentioned last week, we're just gearing up to record more interviews. So if you have recommendations for guests, if you want to be on the show and share your story of mental health, mental well-being, head on over to our website, www.psyche.co.uk. 
uh, drop me a message through the contact me. Um, I think also on the podcast page, there is now the link to a Google form where you can kind of submit all your information for being on the show. Um, and I have not started going through those responses yet <laughs> and organising things. That is a, I don't know, a few weeks time a job. So this is uh, to record interviews kind of, I guess, for the new year and then sort of into next year. So if you have suggestions, if you want to nominate yourself, any of that kind of stuff, then get in touch. And yeah, please do keep listening, keep tuning in, keep sharing the show. Um, I really appreciate your support and you for being here I yeah I love recording the show it's even though it's a busy weekend this weekend as I've mentioned um and next weekend it never even like crosses my mind of like oh well I just won't do an episode this week because it is just part part of my life now part of my schedule to sort of to sit down and chat to you um but really I'm just sat down in my spare room slash study by myself talking to my mic but to you whoever you are tuning in uh thank you for being here um and yeah i hope you found some any all of this useful and as i said i'll be back next week so until then as always take care of yourself be kind to yourself and i'll speak to you soon bye for now